All right, and we're back. Episode three of the Kickback Pod. I'm your host, uh, Josh Dominic, and I'm here with my host, Fabian. And uh, sorry, guys, for the slight delay in uploading the pod. I know we uh, didn't upload it on our precise two-week timeline. It's been a couple of days delay. Definitely my fault for that. I've been kind of caught up with a lot of work, but we will be much more diligent with this in the next drop. Fabian, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I am actually at the beach right now, um, and I've been a little busy too. Uh, that's why I haven't been so active on Instagram. Just been doing lots of hikes, been kind of, you know, finding myself in the nature. Um, but I'm definitely excited to be back for episode three. Uh, I think we have a really good topic today, some really good talking points. So, yeah, let's uh, let's get to it, right? Definitely. See, my my co-host is very dedicated. He can he can be on the beach. He can be on vacation we're still not missing a pod guys definitely i mean you know sneaker sneaker drops never sleep so yeah and shout out to zoom as usual um okay so uh, wait wait we should say that uh, this episode is not sponsored by zoom just in case anyone tries to get in oh no i I wish it was though (laughs) (laughs) maybe one day one day yeah i know imagine getting that zoom bag (laughs) oh man secure the bag yeah man all right, so so in this episode, uh, we're gonna of course talk about the usual, uh, the the best drops from the last couple of weeks. Uh, we'll also get into the upcoming sneaker drops, uh, the big topic for the week, uh, which I'm sure you guys might have heard of, a certain Nike executive uh, being forced to step down. And we're also gonna get into the uh, big topic for the week, which is where do you actually buy sneakers? So I'm sure we guys we already know. When I say buy sneakers, like there's plenty of sneaker stores out there, but we're talking more so about like what, what are the best places in the aftermarket where you can buy sneakers, and also where do you go to if you're looking for if you're looking to get a little discount or save a few bucks when buying sneakers. What are the absolute best places to look at to look at? So yeah, so so th- so those are so that's pretty much the outline for this episode. So let's start off with uh, what what are the best sneakers that have dropped in the last couple of weeks? Now, Fabian, I know you've been uh, you've been on the beach, so you haven't really copped anything. So I'll kind of I mean, I've tried, I've tried though. So like when I was at the airport, when was it? When the the top hazes dropped, right? The, yeah. the Air Jordan fours and the ready made blazers. Man, I was at the airport on my phone on my girlfriend's phone trying to cop both took l's everywhere um <laughs> i even signed up to some raffles beforehand i usually like in the last like year i i haven't really been signing up for raffles but i, I did for these drops because i just you know i really wanted them took l's so uh, yeah in the last two weeks i have copped exactly zero sneakers but you know what that's okay because i've been you know eating great fish, uh, copping a lot of <laughs> beer and a lot of sangria. Um, yeah, but I, I, I bet that you've copped quite a few sneakers, Josh. So why don't you uh, get us started on this one? Well, I mean, I've just copped a couple. I did actually, I have it right here. I did cop Ooh, uh, nice. the one you're talking about, which is the ready-made blazers. So uh, I got these for retail. I also got the white pair for retail. So where'd you get them? Like what store? The black one, I got it from Soulbox. Uh, the white one, I surprisingly got a W on the sneakers app. The first, oh, wow. my first W on the sneakers app in four months. 
So because uh, we're gonna, I mean, we're gonna talk about this later, but like the sneakers app is not where you buy sneakers because you never get a W, right? Like no, no. I, like I, I average, I would say like maybe two Ws a year, and and yeah, and, and that's with like five. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't just use my account. Like obviously, like I, I have like right. five or six <laughs> accounts, and even with all those accounts combined, I'm maybe getting like two Ws a year. And then by the way, exclusive access, it's a complete myth. All right. Yeah. Sneaker, sneakers app sucks, man. Nike, you, you, yeah, just do better, man. Yeah, but going back to the ready-made Blazers, I uh, actually just dropped a review of the shoe on my channel. And uh, I'm going to say it, man. In my opinion, shoe of the year, man. I'm calling it right now. In my really? opinion, this right now for me, so far, 2021, this to me is the shoe of the year. This is just Why? like... Because this is art, man. It's not just a shoe. I feel like it's actually art in the form of a shoe, man. <laughs> like, like it's it's it it looks nothing like a regular blazer. It's there's so many crazy panels here. It's also done with uh, recycled materials. Um, I I personally just love the aesthetic of the shoe. I love like the different colors, the gray camo at the top. There's actually three different types of laces here. You can see like there's this like bungee lace. You got yeah, like pretty cool. flat laces at the front and then rope style laces at the back. Um, and I also just this colorway, I, I much prefer the black one. Like this mm -hmm. colorway is just so hard, man. The, I, the white ones have a black swoosh, right? Yeah, the white ones have a black swoosh. Uh, and I, I'm i not such a big fan of the white one just because it looks very similar to the off-white blazers, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But this, this one, man, like there's... In terms of like design and everything, like I, I, I just don't think there's been a more out there, a better shoe in my opinion this year. Like, like we're, I'm kind of tired of just seeing like so many colorways of Jordan ones drop every week and yeah. kind of like tired collabs. Like this one is just kind of like out of left field. And when is the last time we've seen a collab first of all on a blazer? Like it's been a while. And like, yeah. and the blazer in my opinion also kind of like a boring shoe by itself. And for the creator of this brand, Utah, I think his name is Utah Hosokawa, but like, mm. hopefully I'm not wrong about that. But anyways, <laughs> he was able to take the blazer and make it into this. And I love the shoe. I'm probably going to take this on holiday, see what I can, maybe I'll go hiking in this. Let's see how it works. <laughs> I mean, two, two things I'll say about that shoe is one, I really like the skinny swoosh, right? Because it's kind of modeled after the yeah. original nike swoosh from like i think it was 1971 or 1972 yep when you know nike first developed the swoosh logo um it was a lot skinnier and it looked a lot wonkier than the one we know now mm -hmm. um and then the second thing is my girlfriend who's not a sneakerhead at all she actually really likes that shoe too and when she likes a pair of sneakers that are you know collab sneakers or whatever it usually means they're pretty good so she, uh, their girlfriend approved basically is what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah that's 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 usually a good sign and also like for me like when people who don't really mess with shoes too much or they don't really care about hype sneakers when they notice something like yeah. to me that's that's a sign of a good shoe um yeah man i'm, I'm just a, i'm a huge huge fan of the shoe so I'm, I'm super happy to have these for retail the the other shoe that i copped was the uh jordan one low uh berlin gray I don't know if you've ah, seen. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen those. it yet. Yeah. So, so it was about. First of all, it's about time that the city of Berlin got a shoe. We already saw like the uh, Jordan One London, the Jordan last year. There was the Jordan One Paris and Milan. And Milan as well. Yeah. Right. So, so it was nice to see Berlin uh, get a shoe. 
Um, there was a there was a tag on the shoe with the Berlin area code zero three zero, which I oh, thought was pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it's just I don't have it in my hand right now. It's uh, it's in my it's in the other room. Uh, mm. But but basically, like the the colorway is just super clean. It looks kind of like a Dior Jordan One Low. Very nice, different shades of gray on the shoe, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's like probably the cleanest Jordan One Low I've seen since I don't know, probably the Paris ones. But I like these ones a lot better. Yeah, and and it has like that um, elephant print, right? On, it does. On yeah, it has the elephant the, print on yeah. it. It no, it's looks pretty cool. I think they've done a they they did a good job by not like doing too much with it. You know, like Berlin is known for gray kind of gray buildings, gray city. So I think the the fact that they kept the shoe almost completely gray with a couple hits of elephant print, I really appreciate. Yeah, definitely a cool concept. A really nice colorway. I like the aged midsole too. And uh, it looks like it's the shoe's also going to be releasing in the States. I thought it was going to be a European exclusive, but mm-hmm. it looks like the States is going to be getting it on March the 20th from what I saw on the release calendar. Oh, nice. Yeah, so just for American listeners out there. Um, all right, so um, let's get into the big story of the week. The juicy one, right? Like this is... Nike's having a crazy year, guys. So... You guys, like in in many ways, they're they're having a crazy good year in terms of releases so far, but they're having a crazy, I mean, they're having yeah, like a weird year when it comes to shady yeah. releases. They, they've they've been they've been in the news for a lot of the wrong wrong reasons this year. So I'm sure you guys have heard the story. Uh, the Nike Vice President of North America. So it's a very very big title. Her name is Anne Herbert. She was uh, she resigned or more likely forced to resign uh, by Nike, uh, and she was with the company for 25 years. And this happened just a few days after a article was published in on Bloomberg Businessweek, uh, an article which featured her 19 year old son and her son's uh, reselling business. Um, and what does he call himself? He calls himself like West Coast King West Coast Streetwear. West West Coast Streetwear, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's West Coast notorious. He's a notorious reseller, right? He gets like he's one of those that poses with like hundreds of shoes. And yeah. I think what, what was it last year when like a couple of like four Air Mags, Nike Air Mags, were found in a storage unit. He bought them, but it turned out that they weren't actually in a storage unit he just got them through his mom or something like that yeah definitely like i mean yeah. he claimed that he he discovered them in a storage unit somewhere um but yeah of course like when this article was published it caused a lot of outrage in the sneaker community uh people claiming that he's clearly using his mom's access and obtaining all these sneakers and that's why people were you know getting l's on the sneakers app uh so like Basically, Nike caught wind of the story, and a few days later, we heard the news. And Herbert well, basically left the company after 25 years. So, a lot like there's a lot to kind of unpack uh, with this story. Well, I think you need. I think you need to give Nike. Obviously, it's it's bad press for them, right? But you have to give them some credit on how they handled it by asking her to resign, or you know, whatever happened behind the scenes, we don't know. But the fact that she resigned so quickly means that Nike definitely is not cool with what happened, right? And why would they be? They they, they don't want that happening. It, it's bad press for them, especially if it comes out. Um, the fact that it happened is obviously shitty. Um, but I think you need to give 
at least in my in my in my point of view, you need to give the brand a benefit of the doubt that they didn't really know this was going out and on and and once they found out, they kind of put but they an did they it. did know it was going on though. So so did they? I I, I know you said that like we got to give Nike credit. I actually. I actually completely disagree. I'll get Did to why. Did they know that it was going out? Like they they knew this was going on. So basically, uh, so what I'm reading here, Nike's president of consumer and marketplace, Heidi O'Neill. So she said that months before this article was leaked, uh, Nike had uh, Nike's legal team and compliance teams. They conducted an internal review of Ann Herbert's connection to her son's reselling business. And upon review, and this is a direct quote from Heidi O'Neill, our internal review of the relationship between Anne and her son's reseller's business confirmed that she had not explicitly violated company policies. So basically, Nike knew about this and they thought back then, and this was months ago, they thought that there was nothing wrong with whatever Anne was doing. So now this article gets published and it causes a lot of outrage and this move to me is, in my opinion, is just Nike kind of trying to save its own ass here. I mean, they obviously knew that this was happening. And now because they're getting a lot of outrage, they wanted to, you know, take a stand or whatever, try to show that they're doing something. So they are basically they basically forced Anne to resign. But this was just to avoid the backlash because like they obviously knew all along this was going on. And apparently the first time that... uh that um, uh, Mr. Herbert uh, actually disclosed to Nike that this was going on was back in 2018. That's when she had, at the time, disclosed to her boss that uh, her son was in this reselling business. And they thought even back then that, yeah, it's fine. So this is so, so basically Nike has known about this for about three years that this was going on. And now once it now once the public knew about it, they felt like, okay, we need to do something. We need to kind of like show that we're being fair or whatever. And uh, yeah, Anne was forced to resign. So, so I mean, like there's a lot of people to blame here. I do think Nike should get some blame here for knowing about this and not doing something about this earlier. Obviously, the mom um, and Mrs. Herbert, apparently her son was racking up huge bills on her on her American Express card. So in one particular month, apparently he charged $132,000 to her American Jesus. Express card. What so the... that's a lot of sneakers, man. Just think Dude, about that's that. A lot that... Of, that's, that's a lot of everything. Like, yeah, yeah. In one month. In one month. So, so there's no way she didn't know this was going on. Like when she drives home from the Nike office into her house and realizes she can't park her car in the garage, maybe because it's full of sneakers. She should have, she should have known something was going on. So yeah, like, so well, I mean, she, she did know, right. Cause she told Nike about it. So, so she, she, so, she did know. So, so from so what Nike deemed Nike deemed that it was okay because, because it didn't go against any company rules, right? Company rules, but exactly. Whether, right. Whether that's ethical or not is obviously a, a whole whole different issue. From, from what I read is that back in 2018, she told her then boss about it. But then mm-hmm. she got a new boss a couple of years ago or last year, and she failed to mention this to her new boss. So her new boss had apparently no idea this was going on. Um, (laughs) so, 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 so that's why definitely she, uh, like Miss Herbert, she has a, she's definitely got to take a lot of the blame here. And also we have to blame the kid here, uh, West coast streetwear. 
he basically could have just kept doing this. You know, he could have just kept reselling. He could have kept racking up like a hundred thousand dollars a month in revenue, and no one would have said anything. But he basically, you know, decided to reach out to Bloomberg Businessweek and publish this story about him. So he was. I, I mean, I don't know what he was trying to get here. I mean, some people say it's cloud chasing. We we don't know anyway. I mean, Why? definitely because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of resellers who you know like look at Benjamin Kicks right, who we talked about last time. Yeah. There's resellers who move a lot of volume of hype shoes, mm-hmm. and most of the time they're selling to celebrities. Yeah. And yeah. you know, maybe West Coast Streetwear, whatever his name is, wanted some of that clout and wanted I you know, I don't know who he was selling to. Maybe he was just selling on StockX, maybe he was selling uh to kids on Facebook groups, whatever. Um, maybe he wanted to start selling to uh Quavo and uh, you know, like John Mayer or something like that, or a Khaled. Um yeah, so uh yeah, that was probably it. I mean, it was definitely like you're right. He could have just kept going. He could have, you know, kept doing his thing. And let's be honest, like if you, if you had, I mean, I'm not going to say that I would do the same thing, but like if you're 14, 15 and and you had the ability to get your hands on that many shoes, like it's, you know, like you, I don't know if you can like completely blame him, but you can definitely blame him for being wanting the attention and going to Bloomberg and saying, yo, like doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I get what he was trying to do, but that move basically triggered this whole chain of events. Yeah, so, of course, he, so, he shot himself in the foot. Oh yeah, yeah, big time. I mean, like to quote uh to quote the great Lil Wayne. Uh, I can't <laughs> believe I'm using this line on a podcast, but real G's move in silence like lasagna. You get <laughs> Such that a good line? Such <laughs> yeah. a good line. <laughs> exactly, man. Like that. That's sometimes you just got to be quiet. Like if you have a good thing going. Just be quiet about it, and like none of this would have happened. So uh, yeah, man. So so I think the kids got to blame the Miss um, uh, Herbert as well, and Nike. I think all of them have a, a bit yeah. to blame here. However, I got to say there's there is some good that has come out of this. So basically, earlier today, the Nike CEO John Donahue uh, put out a statement uh, about this whole matter, and all, and he 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 talked about basically. Um, why it happened and this is his quote there's no value more more core to who we are than the trust our consumers put into us and our brand and our products and the fact of the matter is this incident has sparked questions in some of our consumers about whether they can trust us particularly around launch product and part and and part of the way nike is planning to rectify this is uh they're planning to do a complete audit of its launch process to ensure, so basically, like the sneakers app, to yeah. ensure that consumers are have confidence in the way it releases limited edition sneakers. So, I mean, so so it looks like some good is going to come out of it. Nike's going to like basically go through the sneakers app, make sure well, that they, they actually increase. do that, right? Yeah, I mean, they're they, saying right, that they're going mean, to do it. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, l- let's let's be real here. The sneakers app is super murky. Um, like you said, like exclusive access, all that kind of stuff is a complete myth. Like. I'd say that and end launches are like the two biggest <laughs> myths in the world. Um, so, so yes, if they actually do audit their launch process and make it more transparent, make it more fair, then sure, that's a good thing. But to be honest, I'm not holding my breath because I, for me, Nike sneakers is kind of like a, 
literally like if I've not won any raffles, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to wake up at nine on Saturday and try my luck. Like, it's not something that I'm like planning on doing every week. It's more of a, like a last resort, like, fuck it. Why not just try? Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. Like I'm, I can't believe we're bashing sneakers on the one week that I win something on the sneakers app. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like you said, like it's, it's two, you know, two wins, uh, out of five accounts a year for me. Yeah. Like I, I think in my entire Nike sneakers career, I've, I, which is probably like three years, I've won two shoes in three years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah, they, they need to do something about that for sure. Right. Which, which also kind of brings us to our next topic of like where to buy shoes. So for me, like definitely not the Nike sneakers app. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. Like, uh, so, so we all know how difficult it is to get anything for retail this, these days, not just from the sneakers app, from pretty much any store out there. So most of us kind of resort to buying shoes on the aftermarket, paying, paying a bit of resale. So I can kind of just tell you like where I get my shoes from. So let me start off by saying with, I love StockX and not sponsored. No, but listen, man, (laughs) hold on, hold on. It's not, not because I use them because I've actually, I've had a StockX account for maybe like three years now and I've only bought maybe two shoes on the app. Mm -hmm. Um, I love StockX because of what they've done for the sneaker community. So what they've essentially done is they've taken like all of the like vagueness behind like uh, buying sneakers on the aftermarket because what they've done is they've commoditized sneakers. So the prices, like the actual price of a sneaker is basically visible to everyone now. Like anyone can just go on StockX and know what their sneakers are worth, which Mm -hmm. and, and for that reason, I'm saying I love StockX because like the, this was something missing from the sneaker world before, like prior to StockX, in my opinion, like it was like you go on what, like eBay, try to get shoes and one person quotes you one price. Another person quotes you like $300 more. You know, it was, yeah. it, it was like, it was so tough to figure out what the worth is of an actual sneaker. Right. StockX has set that value. Exactly. And it's funny that you say that because like two, three years ago, it used to be kind of, you know, you would, you know, you're trying to sell on Facebook, you're trying to sell on eBay, Instagram, and you tell someone like, yo, but you know, these shoes cost like, I don't know, 600 on, on StockX. People would be like, yeah, but StockX is way overpriced. And like no. three years ago, three years ago, that was true. Three years ago, StockX was overpriced. But over the last three years, they've done a lot, or at least the market has moved so that StockX really is the kind of yeah, that it's the place the, where the market value and and you can then say like listen on StockX sure they cost you 600 but the payout is 550 so I'll take you know I'll take 550 uh and and then you you know you can you can try and circumnavigate uh um uh StockX but it it does a lot in setting a price and making sure everybody kind of knows what the average value of a shoe is yeah. on the market, which is really important especially because there's a lot of resale platforms such as I, I've never used goat, so I can't speak on that, but stadium goods, flight club, like those OG kind of uh, stores, they're still overpriced. A shoe mm-hmm. that costs 300 on StockX will cost like 350, 400 on stadium goods, which makes no sense to me. Like why, why would anyone go on stadium goods and buy a shoe there? I think it's for the tourists, man. For less. I think stadium goods is just for the tourists. 
Yeah, like, but online, uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, that, people, I, that I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know who shops online at stadium goods, honestly. I know yeah, there but, are people who do it, but like, it doesn't make sense to me. So, yeah, I mean, go, going back to like uh, what, we're, what we're trying to discuss here, which is uh, where do we buy a sneaker? So we know it's not the sneakers app. We know it's not stadium <laughs> goods. So my absolute go-to place for buying sneakers is just my local classifieds. So uh, oh, in, yeah. Ger- in Germany, we use, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a website called eBay Kleinanzeigen. Uh, the American equivalent, I would say, is like Craigslist. Uh, yep. In Canada, there's Kijiji. Uh, I don't know what they're... Kijiji? Kijiji, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, what I know What does that mean? Just, I have no idea, man. It's, it's not a Canadian <laughs> word, by the way. Okay. I have no idea what Kijiji means. <laughs> but I use Kijiji for everything when I used to live back in Toronto. Um, and and uh, other countries in, Germ- in, in uh, Europe have their own uh, local classifieds. Uh, but for me, this is like the best place to go. So, so what I do is I use StockX to see uh, what the shoes are going for. And I also check what the payouts are going to be for sellers, like you mentioned. And then what I do is like I'll go on my local classifieds and find people selling the shoe. And I usually offer them a price which is slightly better than StockX payout but still a lot less than I would have paid had I bought the shoe on StockX right. myself. With When you buy something on StockX, you have to pay the fees and the shipping and all that. So, so it's a win-win. You get it for less and they get a little bit exactly. more. Exactly. So, so, that, so that's always been my go-to. And it's usually like a super easy process because like, like there's no point even like like even for the for the seller to argue the price because it, it's usually like a win-win price for everyone involved. So yeah. So that's so that's kind of where I always go to. Of course, uh, you have to be ultra careful uh, nowadays. Like there are for sure scams on some of these websites. So it's very important that you buy from sellers who have like a good reputation, good reviews, um, and also like they have proof of purchase. Like uh, like they have receipts to show for it. Uh, re- like from where they purchased. So you got to definitely do your due diligence diligence um but definitely my local classifieds are my absolute best place to go for getting into shoes for the cheapest price possible uh you can also use some other like uh, websites such as uh depop also grailed is a good one uh these are also uh, basically any website where you have the ability to kind of negotiate prices instead of just like going to a website and clicking buy now uh, these are kind of like where I like to go and buy sneakers because of course we're trying to save money even when we're buying something for resale. Um, yeah. So would you, I, would you buy, um, would you buy worn shoes? Like, cause you mentioned grailed, right? Which I find grailed is mm-hmm. really, really good for buying like shoes that have been worn like one, two, three times. Yeah. It knocks off like 20% of the resale price, you know? Yeah, of course. I mean, I buy tons of worn shoes. Like I, I, I really don't mind like, of course, like you got to look at the condition, you know. Uh, yeah, obviously, you need you need photos, tagged photos, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I think I find, like you said, Grailed and any of those, like you know, Go, Goat too. And, you can buy you can buy used sneakers on Goat. Okay, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Goat. But like StockX, the one thing I don't like about StockX is that they're all dead stock, and sometimes it's like it really does knock off like 30 percent of the price if they're worn once or twice, mm-hmm. and they're basically good as new. They like they literally look new. Yeah. Um, so when, whenever, whenever I'm buying like resale or in the past, when I have, it's usually I'm, I'm trying to buy secondhand on goat or even, even on eBay client unsigning sometimes, you know, and I'll sell a lot of my shoes worn as well on eBay client unsigning, uh, once, once I don't wear them anymore, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So th- that's, 
that's pretty much the only place I'm going to really when I want to buy uh, when I want to buy used or, or just any sneakers for resale. I'm looking at my classified sites. Uh, is there any any other places where you look, Fabian? I mean, I I'm, I guess you came you came at it from more of like a resale standpoint. I'm looking at it more in terms of retail like okay. or re so you you did resale i'm i'm looking at retail okay. i like to kind of go bargain hunting and i love i love 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 checking out the sales section mm-hmm. online at big retailers that carry a lot of different types of shoes so like i'm talking about like the sneakers and stuffs the sole boxes the ends the size you know like those those really big ones where you're you know they've got like hundreds and hundreds of shoes overkill for example like a lot of you know, Berlin based stores as well, but, but kind of worldwide too. And a lot of the time during sales season, you'll find shoes that I was going to buy, but then I ended up passing on and I'll find them for like 50, 60% off. And I'm like, Oh shit, like this is perfect. You know? And it always makes me feel good when I'm like, Oh, like I saved money on these or like, you know, like I got these for way cheaper. Um, especially when they still have them in my size. If not, then it's like, okay, too bad. Like I missed out, but that's okay. On to the next one. Um, and then there's a couple of smaller kind of like more local stores. Like, um, I don't know if you know Sivas Descalzo in yeah, um, based out of Madrid, Barcelona, I think, or Barcelona, Barcelona right. and Madrid. I think they have stores there or like Slam Jam in Italy, one block down. They have really, really good um, sales a lot of the time. Uh, yeah. You know, Good Hood, Hanon, um, who else? Foot Patrol. So, so I'm like, I'm like, I love just sometimes, I mean, 80% of the time, I'm not even buying the shoes. I'm just, sometimes I'll just spend hours looking at shoes on sale and being like, mm, and I'll open like 15 tabs and then I'll just won't buy them. But I'll be like, you know, like I, I, I would have bought these or I could have <laughs> bought these. Um, so, so like, that's what I'll do there. And then a lot of the time as well, my go-to sneaker stores are, you know, obviously the local ones and non-corona times. I love shopping in store because I love talking to the people that work there. I love holding the shoes in my hand. And sometimes they look a lot different in person than they do in these like really nice product shots. Sometimes the material doesn't feel as nice. or doesn't look as nice. So I I love having them in hand before I actually make a purchase, trying them on very old school kind of. Um, But then, you know, I, I generally think that stores that have a very strong selection of like clothing usually tend to have very good shoes as well. So like I said, Soulbox um, has really good pieces of clothing. Overkill store in Berlin has great clothing as well. Um, you know, you've got uh, End as well has, has, has a really good selection of different brands. And they generally have like a nice mix of kind of sportswear, performance, uh, lifestyle, fashion, sneakers, which, uh, you know, obviously the more selection, the better, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree that these bigger shops are usually the ones that have like the crazy sales, yeah, like the seventy yeah, yeah. I mean, percent off, the eighty percent. Yeah, off. because they have so much stock. They have so yeah, much yeah. stock, right? And then at the end of the season, they can't sell all of it, and they need to get rid of it somehow. So yeah. you're sitting there looking at like I don't know, a pair of blazers that usually cost what are they what do they retail for like ninety, eighty, something like yeah. that. You're looking at them for like thirty five, forty, and you're like, oh shit, like this is a classic colorway. Um, you know, cop that for 40 bucks or 40 euros or whatever it is. So um, yeah. And then I think, I think generally like, I think supporting your local stores is really important too. So like, like, you know, we're obviously both in Berlin normally 
really, really, really strong sneaker scene there. Um, but even some of the smaller cities in Germany, like, um, you know, in, in Frankfurt, there's a couple of good stores. Like um, there was one store it used to be called Überwart. I don't know what it's called now, but I it's think now it's, it's called a, a M MBCY now, I think. Yeah. But Soulbox bought them out. For, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Soulbox, Soulbox bought them out. Or, you know, you've got like a couple of really good stores in Hamburg. Um, and then obviously, you know, London, Paris, New York, L.A., there's so many good local sneaker stores that I find most of the time. Sure. You can like look online to see like what's around, but for me, it's always nice during normal times, just going into the store, talking to the people that work there, kind of just seeing what's on the definitely, shelves and kind definitely. Of like what, 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 what speaks to you. Um, so I guess it, at the end of the day, it really depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for like hyped sneakers, then, you know, resale or secondhand is sometimes the best, especially if you miss out. Um, sale is always good online at the end of the season. Otherwise I would always recommend just kind of checking out your local stores, whether that's like just a smaller skate shop or mm. like a bigger chain, like sneakers and stuff. Um, yeah, kind of just really, yeah, it depends on what you want to find. Uh, for, for, for those of you who want to kind of stay on top of sales and discounts, uh, I recommend uh, for everyone in North America, make sure you follow at Soul Links on Twitter. And uh, for everyone in Europe, uh, follow at more underscore sneakers. Uh, so this guy, like anytime stuff goes on sale, like he'll post it regardless of the store. So these are both uh, good accounts to follow if you want to kind of keep track of sneaker sales. Nice. Um, a, I'm, I'm going to follow those as well. I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, man, uh, one of the worst things about this pandemic for me has been like that. I, I'm definitely missing that whole, like going to the store experience and talking to people and it's just the feeling aspect. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I miss that as well, for sure. Um, all right. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was pretty much like places where we go and buy sneakers. Let's kind of get into final part of the show, which is, what are some of the hottest sneakers coming up in the next two weeks? Uh, do you want to kick it off? Yeah. So I'm going to start with a sneaker that actually already dropped. You know, which one I'm talking about the Yeezy 450 formerly Oof. known as AKA the four five one, I think was, was the name when it was first leaked on Kanye's Twitter a couple of years ago. What a shoe. I mean, like it looks like a spider swallowing, something it, it like it looks like an octopus stuck to the, the bottom of your foot and i remember the, the first time i saw like just the sketch of it i was like i need this shoe and then kanye shared shots of the the sole which i believe i believe was designed by stephen smith um and like everyone was like oh it's ugly you know kanye yeezy gross whatever you know how it always is everyone's like oh fuck this shoe blah 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 and then it drops and like everybody wants it. And what I found really interesting was, um, and you probably know this better than me, but it was just a 30 minute sign up period, right? Yeah. Yeah. That like was every single store had to do it for 30 minutes. And then the, the draw was closed, which I, I find so interesting kind of. Yeah. But that, that, that really kind of pissed me off because I, I missed out <laughs> on a lot of raffles, man. Like I had no idea that they were just 30 minute drops. And like, I just, I didn't even enter many of them. I just, didn't have time or didn't know about yeah. the 30 minute raffle so well, like do you know is it reselling for a lot i haven't checked i haven't actually checked either uh i know prior to the drop i can just quickly check right now but i know prior to the drop uh they were like from what i saw like a thousand dollars like in some Damn. sizes and retail was like 200 right 
retail was 200 right but from but uh apparently yeezy mafia okay so oh you know what they're not actually reselling for that much like like okay like like my size size 11 is around like 340 euros okay that's not, i mean it's not, it's it's not, not terrible considering that there's some yeezys that cost 300 retail right yeah it kind of makes sense because yeah exactly uh it kind of makes sense because it's not a shoe for everyone uh, it's very, it's very much like you either love this or you hate this, and also um, Yeezy Mafia, uh, the notorious leakers, uh, they they basically come out and said that this co- particular colorway will be releasing in full family sizing in September. So okay, so that's probably that has something to do with the fact with these resale prices being being so low. I think right, people thinking like hedging on the fact that they might still be able to get it right in September. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, yeah, I mean, I just find it like such an interesting shoe and it kind of speaks to the whole, you know, say what you want about Kanye and his antics, like away from the sneaker game, you know, running for president, endorsing Trump, all that bullshit. That guy knows how to run a sneaker company and he's got such a talented team around him of designers, of, you know, color experts, just, yeah, it, it's incredible. And it just, yeah, it speaks to the strength of the Yeezy brand and like, how Adidas has allowed him to kind of flourish and build his own thing, which I think is really valuable. Like, you know, he, he wasn't getting that at Nike and he definitely got that at Adidas. Uh, Adidas needs to put him on the board. <laughs> he's going <laughs> to, I, I think he's going to leave, man, because like, like, I mean, think? I, I mean, it's really important for him to be on the board. Like, you know, that whole gap thing, like there was all these rumors yeah. that there would be easy gap. But apparently now, like, there's rumors that that whole thing is kind of called off once Kanye found out that he wasn't going to be on the Gap board. Um, so I think I think as long as as long as Yeezy can benefit from Adidas's uh, um, supply chain and production, all that kind of stuff, it's yeah. it's still going to go on. But as soon as he can figure out how to do it himself, which let's be real, it's going to be a while because Adidas yeah, has of course. global supply chain. Definitely. So I think I think it benefits them. I think he's going to talk about wanting to be on the board and own whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I think as long as they let him do his thing with Yeezy, I think he'll be happy. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. Shoes. Yeah, no, absolutely amazing. Uh, and speaking of Yeezys, actually, in the next two weeks, uh, we're going to see the Yeezy 700 V2 in the cream colorway dropping. Mm-hmm. I saw that one. That one, man. I f- Okay, so first of all, um, the retail price on this one is going to be only 240 So, So uh, it, it looks like in 2021, uh, Adidas using the strategy of trying to, they're trying to bring the hype back on 700s because a lot of the 700s last year were not selling out and Adidas was forcing stores to pull them off the shelves just to kind of be, like keep that hype you know like you don't want to be yeah, seeing to easy like sitting sold out. yeah exactly yeah and a lot of 700 was sitting last year and honestly i've always felt like they were overpriced like 300 dollars for retail for a pair of shoes was just yeah. kind of kind of insane and it's not like the quality was like better than like let's say a new balance you know so especially after more yeezys came out at lower retail prices you know then yeah it, exactly like, it, it makes sense for them to bring the retail price down to, you know, whatever is 220, 240. 240, yeah. And and they're, they're also, yeah. it looks like they're also kind of uh, like reducing the stock quantity quite a bit. The the 700 V1 Sun, which dropped like a few weeks ago, uh, that one had like ridiculously little stock and it's sold out everywhere and it's even reselling for quite a bit. And I'm kind of expecting the same to happen with this cream pair. I love the colorway. I think personally, it might even be the best 
700 v2 uh after Ooh. the original static pair uh yeah. after the static pair this one might be the best like it's such a perfect spring colorway and at 240 it's a pretty good deal i think it's a i think it's a really good shoe something i would personally like to i, I would even cop this for myself if i could but i'm going to be on holiday actually uh so i won't even be able to enter any raffles or anything <laughs> but but uh but yeah that so this is another yeezy uh coming up in the next two weeks um besides that do you have another sneaker i've got a few more actually yeah so yeah like, go i ahead. don't know if you if i don't know if you saw but like bape and new balance are doing a co- collab on the 2002r um it's like oh this- no way really yeah yeah, yeah. it's oh i gotta oh, look this man. up it's so it's actually so sick it's got like the the shark motif on the heel um with a with a bape abc camo uh in two colorways in black and in green and i think only leaked images exist or like teaser images i'm not sure exactly when it's dropping but it's coming probably quite soon and it's gonna, oh. it's gonna it looks really really good uh we're gonna put some links in the show notes for you guys uh so uh just scroll wow through the show notes yeah yeah i just i just found a right? picture no They're way that's good. that's crazy no but like yeah. uh, what, what kind of shocks me about this is i would have never expected a new balance and babe collab right it just seems like like you got this like dad shoe company based out of Boston <laughs> and then you have this like ultra hype beast company based out of Japan and they're Which collabing. Which is why it's the perfect fit, you know, because it's so unexpected. But like, yeah, I think um, th- that's going to be one of my one of my kind of must-haves if I'm back uh, by then, by the time it drops. Um, and then End is actually dropping a pair of Sauconies so it's you know not a brand that we talk about a lot, um, but they've got a Azura 2000, um, which is inspired by the human brain. So it's got it's like pink and cream colored, and it it's dropping with a um, what are those called like a stress ball that you can squeeze and it's a brain, which oh, is that's pretty cool. cool, right? So so I, I I like that because it's a little different. And then uh, two more, actually. So I've got like the um, Bad Bunny Adidas Forum Low. Have you seen that Bad one? B- <laughs> Bad Bunny. You, 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 know, you know who he is, though, yeah, right? I'll tell you why I know who he is. Do you know how many people have commented on my YouTube video saying, hey, is this Bad Bunny? <laughs> do, you, do you look <laughs> like him? I don't even know apparently, what he like. Apparently, I'm like some Bad Bunny doppelganger or something. I, <laughs> I, I, I honestly hadn't even like heard of the guy before, but like... Yeah, a, a, a lot of people say in, I look like Bad Bunny. He's huge in, in Latin America. Like, yeah, I, I know, I know. He's I don't know. Huge. I don't even know what he looks like. But um, for me, I'm not a huge fan of the forum. I think the forum has a lot, a, too much going on with the strap and all that kind of stuff. But his forum low looks really, really nice. It looks like very military inspired. And then my final uh, pick for the next two, three weeks is the Awake Reebok Club C. Um, I think it's, it's just a, like a nice vintage cream club C with, uh, it's got like fake snake skin panels, I think. And that one's really, really nice. And that one's dropping at uh, retailers such as Soulbox and others, I think in the next two to three weeks, if I'm uh, not mistaken. And that's like a much like a, a cleaner kind of more subtle, if you know, you know, kind of shoe, like it looks mm-hmm. like a normal club C, but then if you look closer, you're like, oh, you know, he's got. He's got those awake club C's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love shoes like that. Those are those are maybe my favorite type of shoes, like the the subtle flexes. Yeah. What about you? What are you uh, copping in the next few weeks? 
uh there's there's not really anything i would say i like want to cop I, if, if i was going to cop any it would be the easy cream 700 uh there's a couple mm-hmm. of other kicks releasing we have the nike dunk high in the syracuse colorway that oh, will yeah. be dropping actually on march the 11th uh from what i can tell it seems like it's going to be one of those general release nike dunks that we've been seeing this year so it will be releasing not on the sneakers app but on the regular nike app and basically every retailer out there who sells shoes they're going to be getting the sneaker including a zalando asos uh uh footlocker champs basically any retailer is getting the shoe um so i'm that for that reason i'm not so hyped on it because i know these general release dunks the quality has been like really bad on them compared to and the, the lows s- are better too i think yeah the lows are definitely better in 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 these gr versions in my opinion and uh and then the last sneaker that is supposed to release in the next two weeks is the uh ultra boost 4d collab with nice kicks um oh the 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 um tie-dye one right the tie-dye one the black one yeah yeah i think you've seen you've seen pictures of that right that one looks really nice yeah yeah of course like it's it's cool that adidas is bringing back like some of these uh brands that they've had like some of their more successful collabs with like we know the nmd uh nmd collab with nice kicks probably the most hype of nmd ever maybe uh and and i like the print on the 40 I kind of wish that they did it in red as well. Uh, yeah, similar the red would have been nice. Yeah, I think so. Uh, although, like, the black does look very good. I don't know if these are... Uh, like, the hype on Ultra Boost is so dead now. Like, I don't know if these are actually going to have any hype or or resell. Uh, we'll see. But uh, it, it, so it looks I, the, pretty The dope. Ultra 4Ds are dope, though. Like, they're kind of like what they should have done maybe, like, three years ago. You know, when the 4D hype was really high? Yeah. They, that was, like, the... the, the, the the Ultra Boost 4D kind of hybrid was what everybody wanted to see. And for some reason, Adidas just didn't drop yeah, it. Yeah, Adidas kind of really it. fumbled. Yeah, it's three years too late. I think, I, honestly, I think it's still a dope shoe. I really like the um, sneakers and stuff one that dropped a while back. And yes. the, um, the general release colorways as well, like the original Ultra Boost colorway, the cream white colorway, and the triple black. What I think would look really dope on these nice kicks ones is if you dye the white part of the tie dye red, and then you have like a red and black tie dye, that would be pretty sick. Mm, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. Uh, yeah, you're right though. Like the these are three years too late. Like if these had released three years ago, imagine the resale on this. <laughs> it, it would be would have been, been insane. Um, but the thing is, like if if you know if you do like them, it doesn't matter if they release too late. You can yeah. get them now, and there's no hype attached to it, which means yeah. it'll probably be an easier cop. Or even if you don't, you know, get them at retail, the resale probably won't be too much over retail. So yeah. uh, I, I think that's a win-win, especially if you like the shoes. Yeah, complete, completely agree. Like it doesn't matter who else likes the shoe. If you really like the shoe, you love the nice kicks collabs, then this is amazing. You get to have a 40 probably at retail. So yeah. Yeah. So but that's it. That's it from my end. Um, yeah, and that that's it also from my end. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode. Uh, the next episode, we both might actually be uh, on a foreign location. I'm I'm gonna be on basically an on an island. Yeah, I'm gonna be in Portugal uh, next week. 
uh and and uh and fabian is currently in spain uh so we so we uh we might do this next episode completely relaxed you know chilling with our margaritas or whatever (laughs) just on a beach somewhere so uh yeah but anyways like i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and uh make sure to uh follow us on instagram as well uh kickback.pod is the handle and uh yeah thank you guys so much for all the support and for all the feedback we've had so far and until next time guys see you later see you guys thanks for listening and uh yeah over and out ciao